Good evening. Welcome to the Five Side Podcast. I'm your host, Fergus Smith, and I'm joined by Billy Kirkpatrick. Hello. New lease of life for Billy. Yeah. He's a happy man. And um, Craig Gregor, who's looking dashing as ever. Also a happy man. You a happy man, are you? Uh uh-uh. Duffy blow Duffy blow, Duffy balls in full flow, so <laughs> oh, listen, I've got the Craig that can't speak today, so that's good. <laughs> yes. Duffy blow. Um it's, yeah. You can you can start you can start with your Duffy blow if you want. Oh, well what can I say? It's a uh, as if who would have thought? You started to play football, you started to win games. Who, who, would, have th- who would have guessed? You keep the ball on the Not deck me. and you actually play some decent football. Um, yeah, from, I wasn't at the game uh, as I was working during the weekend, sadly. Uh, but from what I've heard, Hamilton maybe slightly edged the first half, but it wasn't, there wasn't much in it, if anything. Um, and then they are just... Came out the second half to um, well worked counter attacks, uh, which is how Duffy Ball seems to to work best with the the quick counter, and um, soak a bit of pressure and yeah. then hit them on the counter. Big Tommy class as always. Uh, it's good to see he's, he's, the Irish Messi as well uh, starting to perform now that we're suiting his actual style of play of keeping the ball on the deck. Yeah. Actually, yeah, att- actually attacking and not playing eight hundred defenders, yeah. you know. But yeah, it's good to see. It, it makes me it's happy. Good to again. see air, air, air playing a bit better. Obviously, we've not played anyone. That's it's not like any the the title contenders you would say yet. So it'll be interesting to see. Well, I say title contenders. I mean, like the top four, really. Yeah. Uh, what is that now? Though three games. Yeah, three games, although one of them's obviously been rescinded. With Unfortunately, overturned. I think yeah, it's... Yeah, we've got the 3-0 win, so that's, it's, it's, I'm sure the confidence isn't going to go down because the, the, the yeah, game oh, just because Just because yeah. the result got overturned. Um, um, three games... Bit of a bullshit rule. But. Three games, eight goals scored, one goal conceded, which is not bad. Considering um, we've not scored eight goals in the last, like, 20 games before that, I think, probably. But yeah. Um, it'll be interesting when we, once we actually play, like, you know, the big teams like our growth and see how we go on. Mm-hmm. Well, next time, next time out against, next time Airplay Kelly. Yeah, uh, next time it's uh, mid, middle of October and a Tuesday night, I believe. So, it'll be a, That's good. an interesting one. And we'll all be there. Uh, well, yeah, I will be. Where whether you come or not, whether you get tickets or, or what, um, you know, bring the brogies. Support range. your local. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, good times for you. I did obviously mention Kelly there. There, high flying in the league. Yeah, um, capitalised on two nil one two nil one over a title contenders Partick Thistle. Well, apparently, title contenders, yeah. 
Inverness dropping points, so that was yeah. a good weekend for Kelly, you've got to say. Although Inverness still sitting top of the league by a point. Will be a, a close fight, I think, between those two uh, for who wins the league. Um, are both doing well, but I can't see them keeping up for the full season, especially considering a part-time team, so obviously later on might start to struggle a bit more with the the fitness and stuff. Well, think think about like winter months as well. Yeah, they could struggle in that in that time, especially after both. Um, you know, you've quite a few games that could get cancelled up there during the winter, depending on how bad the weather is, and then start to get a fixture build up, and that's just not where both will need to to try and succeed, basically. But you know what? Fair play to championship them. will pan. It will pan out like we we predicted. It'll be fairly close. Yeah. Um, apart from the fact that we predicted Dunfermline to win it, but that's not the point. You know, I do like to see her both doing well as long as it's not against their um, big Dick Campbell, a legend of Scottish football. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I can see them. I think there's something this year about both that compared to recent years, there's just something. I don't know what it is. It just makes me think they might go for a playoff push. Yeah, they've got every chance to. To be fair, um, I there's not no one's writing them off. Uh, obviously, big challenge for them on Friday night. Uh, uh having Kelly. Uh, but it is our bro, which is a hard place for some teams to go. Um, obviously, our bro know how to play there with a. With it being so close to the the sea, you've obviously got the the high winds sometimes. So um, yeah, it'll be an interesting game in Friday to see how they they do against Kelly. Maybe judge it better then for the rest of the season. Yeah. What else have we got in chat? Uh, Hamilton continuing to be gash. Uh, oh yeah, we did just we did just talk about how they got beat, beat off there. Dunfermline being slightly less gash by Genna. A, a draw against Top League Inverness, which is with the league position looking at the league is it probably a good result for them. Although they, they do need to, point. They, they point do need to start winning games. They do have um another El Sacchio, although uh, with them Fairman versus Hamilton at the weekend. So that been I mean who, oh that's gonna uh, be I mean, exciting. Be Stuart Taylor's only been in the job. Yeah, I know but you lose to air, that, that usually should just be an automatic second. Although, it, that, to be fair, it is Duffy Ball now, so. Duffy Ball. Um, but yeah. I, I do think the Velman Worth will start to pick up at some point. Uh, it just depends on how long um, before that happens, where Peter Grant's still in a job when it happens anyway. Well, he, he was given a vote of confidence last God week. God knows so. how. Um, the sporting director, Thomas Miggle, decided that that was the best course of action. I'm not convinced on what evidence yeah, is based on. I don't know about that one. I think the team yeah. will take it. Obviously, last time we left, just before European group stage football started, um, and was not an ideal start for the Scottish teams. Celtic took on Real Betis away from home in probably 
what what could be uh, called an exciting game. Yeah, you could call it an exciting game. Yeah, I say you could. It definitely was an exciting game. Um, seven <laughs> goals could have been seven more, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, um, it's just that's just Celtic style of play. Well, mostly Celtic style of play, and it was uh, it's, it's, goals it's, because it does goals. create exciting games. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't. It started very well for Celtic, to be fair. Unexpectedly going two 0 up pretty early on. Should I don't know. I don't know that it seems. To, it seems to be like our kryptonite is if we go up like a goal or two in the first half of a game, and away away from home in European competitions, we seem to always end up just lose like losing concentration. Yeah. They- Towards the end of the first half and conceding a stupid goal, silly again, goals. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those ones where they they had a good chance to make it three as well. Um, obviously, Jota was played through and tried to chip the keeper, which is probably the right decision with uh, where the how it was actually worked out. But I I, I don't have any complaints about that. No. To be honest, yeah, it's one of those ones where oh, you should definitely burn that. He, he probably should be in nine times out of ten. He probably would. Um. But it's one of those ones where Celtic love to rue their missed chances. Yeah, I think it's one of those ones where our subs, we've encountered a couple of injuries uh, during the international break. And I think just the subs that we had available to us weren't quite able to make a difference to the game. Yeah, it's not really ideal when your your bench is so weak, really. Um, Especially attacking wise. Yeah, it, it's difficult to bring on anyone to make a change. Hopefully, in the next couple of weeks, we see the return of Kyogo, and we see, um, what's his name, Gio Kamakis come into the squad. Even getting Forrest back would be a boost. James Forrest coming back would be good as well. So, just they just need to start getting players fit. What has happened to James Forrest? He's just kind of a walking hospital bed now. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think it's just knocks that he keeps getting, whether that be in games or in training. Obviously, he had his his bad injury last season. Yeah. Um, and I think it just takes time to sort of build back into games when you come back from a big injury, and maybe that's the key not to play him for ninety minutes. Maybe have him as an impact sub on the bench and bring him on later on into games or play him for the first sort of 50, 60 minutes in a game and then freshen up, give him less game time to build him back up rather than throwing him in at the deep end, yeah. as they say. Um, but it is good to see at the weekend there Mikey Johnson back on the bench for Celtic. Yeah, uh, he's an iron that's been very injury prone, missing for a lot recently. Um, not one that said you could really say, oh yeah, Celtic's really been missing him because he was never really missing a, him. No, but a starter, but he, just for the squad depth to be able to have him there because he's still he's still he's, young he's, enough he's that he can, than, he can he can make a yeah. decent career for himself. He, he's also one of those players. He's 
he try he tries hard like when he comes on and he does have the ability to go past players and create a chance or even score a goal. I think he just needs to be built back into it a bit. Yeah. Obviously Celtic had ball and goalie starting again um at the weekend. The weekend. After the Unreal. Unreal. A player I really never thought would see his play for us again was a weird one considering he has no match fitness because he's not featured on a bench or anything. Yeah, it really was a just straight one. into the starting lineup. Because I wouldn't say that playing Hiranovic at left back has really cost Celtic in any way. No, but I even I even would have considered yeah, you starting could, Montgomery. Montgomery, you also had the option, but like, it's not like left back is your main problem right now. It's like. No, centre midfield's the main problem. Centre mid and kind of like concentration and defence just which doesn't come from a left back mainly. It's mainly your two in the middle. We have have noticed the difference that Callum McGregor makes in midfield. Without him in the the team it is there's no one in, in the midfield that's sort of looking to go and win the ball back but not just win the ball back then make a pass drop deep push up the pitch with, with other players and sort of help build through the phases of the game other players are capable of playing that position but not to the same level yeah um, what else was that the, the Rangers-Leon game midweek as well which um, yeah I think a lot of Rangers fans were Fairly positive about it. Um, obviously, they. Well, if you had blue tinted glasses on, no, you yeah, I get where they're coming from though, because it's not like Leon are the best team in the group, so you don't. It's a game that you probably didn't expect to win. Did they put up a good enough performance to? They possibly no. they just they, if they'd finished their chances, I, I they could have been a different story. Yeah, it's a tough one. Um, obviously, both um, both goals came from Rangers being slack in possession. Um, the first one was, I think it was Kent at halfway line loses possession, fairly poorly, and it doesn't actually do anything to get back to sort of assist the defense and. Right, fair play to the lad. He does kind of create the space for himself, and then he scores a nice goal. But when you, when you give a player of that quality that much time and space to get a shot like that, you do run the risk of conceding yeah. a goal. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the thing. That's you know, nobody closed him down. Nobody was out quick to shut him down. Close the angle. Show show him in, show him inside, thing. which was weird as well. A strange win. Instead of blocking off that route, make him make him play, force him to play across, or have to cut back and play to a defender or something. Um, yeah, and I think the second one was Kent again lost possession. Not quite the halfway line this time, but in an area where he doesn't need to lose possession, there's no need to try and do too much. Just pass if you're under pressure, pass the ball. Is is the way I see see it? Yeah, I, I found him to be really disappointing this season. And that that 
I think for Rangers fans will be frustrating because like it, it, it can be we, like we've seen him before be like a pivotal player yeah. for Rangers um, sort of being exciting on and off the ball but it does seem to be in somewhat of a slump at the moment yeah, very much so. I think for me the problem that I have with him is that he's playing as if he's the best player in the league by country mile. You know, he's trying these. Really there's a diff- Yeah, there's a difference between being confident, confident in, in your ability and being cocky. Yeah. Do, do the basics, and the rest will follow in. Um. Yeah, a, a disappointing loss for Rangers. The Especially being at home, they probably should have put up more of a fight. Obviously, like mm. Rick said, I don't think anyone really, or anyone was was sense about them, really expected them to win the game. But yeah. And Leon were, were good, but they weren't outstanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's one of those ones where Rangers, they're not, it's not like they're going to go, oh, yeah, we're going to play for a second, but Second was probably their best outcome before the the Leon game. It's just, yeah, they could if, yeah. if they go there and get something. And maybe I don't know. I don't. I don't see it. They can they just yeah. I think finishing seconds best, and they probably should do that anyway. Uh, but both teams will have to sort of pick themselves up, dust themselves off and go again in a couple of weeks' time. <clears throat> You've muted yourself, by the yeah, Craig, if uh-huh. you're trying to talk to us. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Europe... Uh... Europe will be difficult. I think for Celtic and you'll need to focus on the home games as a priority. So away from home at the moment, they're looking, you know... I think Ferenc Varos home and away should be winnable games. Um, should. should be. Obviously, the Ferenc Varos at home with a changed kickoff time, the changed day, it will be difficult to have as many fans there to back the team but out with that they I, should I, be able to, to win those think games at home I, I, it's not a concern for me I think I would at home I would fancy Celtic to give most teams a game you know I think next up for Celtic is from home. Leverkusen at home which will be a difficult game but at home with a full full capacity crowd Will be will are, yeah, are well uh, capable of of causing an upset, and we've seen it done before, multiple occasions. Yeah. Um. Yes. Obviously, there was a slight controversy uh, surrounding the <laughs> Celtic and Rangers games uh, with uh, broadcasting. So ah yes, BT BT Sport, obviously the the broadcasting partnership 
for for uh, the Champions yeah. League, the Champions League, Europa League. Um, obviously, with Rangers being the home team, we've seen it done before. They set up their studio at either Ibrox or Celtic Park for both the games. Cover the early one, which will be away from home, and then full stadium behind them, cover the second game. But pre, pre-Celtic pre game, a few hours before it, I think it was uh, mid-afternoon, um, Neil Lennon and Chris Sutton were supposed to be on punditry duties at Ibrox and both uh, turned up to to Ibrox uh, only to be told that they would not be admitted for the evening uh, due to security concerns. Yeah, I think it's very tit for tat. I think it's just personally I think it's petty but um Obviously, if they can satisfy UEFA's um, request that they, you know, if UEFA think, well, okay, there was a genuine security breach, then that's obviously understandable to get away with it. If they don't, then they will be maybe subject to some sanctions. Um, but obviously, as you know, as the host broadcaster BT, then were thrown into chaos, and we had for the Celtic game, uh, still in Petrov, drafted into a London studio. And some presenter I'd never even seen or heard before presenting. I couldn't even tell you his name now. Nothing about Celtic because he was rambling on. But I suppose when you have two hours' notice to try and find somebody to go Less than two hours' notice to find someone. When most of your team has already worked a week or been away or not available, it's uh, difficult to to get that. And I think Craig might be back. I might be. Uh, good, uh, good, because that was very. I was trying to stall talking about TV broadcasting, which was not a comfortable subject. No, I think, yes. by all accounts, um, it was a short walk in the street from one like one barrier to being in the stadium, and they were they were told that because of that they weren't. Allowed to get in, which, uh, well, Chris Sutton's been very vocal about it since. Uh, I've not not seen Neil Lennon say anything or heard anything from him. Yeah, probably just wouldn't blame somebody else. I'm just surprised UEFA aren't looking at that and thinking if these they can't guarantee the security of the pundits. How can they guarantee the security of? Opposition fans, opposition fans, their own fans, players, yeah, other staff. It's a, it's a very obviously, the two have an uh, association with Celtic, so it's, but they're not. Nothing's going to happen to them. Uh-huh. Like the Rangers fans are stupid, but I mean, they're not that stupid. And even at that, some, even uh, like even at that, some. yeah, I I just don't get it at all it's overly petty they're not like neither of these two men work for Celtic anymore I, I think although I you know I 
I agree that it's, you know, it shouldn't have happened. I think the bigger, more pressing issue domestically with Celtic and Rangers is the refusal to allow away fans into the stadium. Yeah, I think that's the uh, bigger scandal here. The, you can obviously make this, the very slight argument about the season ticket um, one, but even but then for well, Celtic's game on Thursday against Wraith in the Cup, which isn't a season ticket game, and Wraith don't have any fans. Yeah, that that not, one that one's not, bizarre. It's not me. a game that's going to sell out. No, and I also but I understand. I don't think Celtic are going to sell that one out. But... I understand season ticket holders do get sort of first dibs on their seats, so that makes sense that way. But they have a specific window to purchase the tickets, and then at that point they should be like, okay, the people that need relocated, we can try and relocate them into the home section, and then. Be like away fans, you can have tickets, but also, yeah. Why is the the red zone at Celtic Park still so big? When in other places it's not. Um, I don't. I don't understand. Uh, you know, uh, let me be quite clear. I think both clubs are equally as guilty on this. You know. Yeah, they are. The only reason Leon fans were, you know, allowed into the. Stadium on Thursday was because they were forced. They were, you know, UEFA, UEFA forced, basically said, just "No, you can't. You can't do that." Yeah, yeah. Whereas the in Scotland, they're sort of just allowed to do as they please, yeah. which I don't. I don't agree with ninety percent of the time. Yeah, it's, know, uh, it's not even for, I don't even for Dundee United and Sunday. You know, the back of a good result at the weekend, they don't go, don't get to get to see their team. You know, same with Motherwell and so, uh, somebody there they couldn't go out to see their team in a good performance. You know, we're not yeah. we're not asking to give the you know two, three, four thousand tickets. No, you know, far from it. Just just asking for a small allocation. The normal the normal allocation would more than suffice, especially when. There's still home tickets going on general sale. Yeah. At that that point, then you really have to ask ask the question, like how can you general sale tickets while saying there's no space for away fans? Anyway. Well, it's yeah. a bit of a week. Oh yes, the the A United um playing ineligible players, obviously. Oh yeah. Uh, Air 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 V Rangers B. In the Challenge Cup, obviously, Air ran out the winners in the actual fixture. But uh, yesterday, it was announced that yeah, the re- result would be overturned, and Rangers B have been awarded a three 0 victory. Um, not like Rangers to be awarded things that they don't deserve. Yeah, Air could have probably appealed it, but is it worth going through a lengthy appeal process? Is it worth the time and, and the effort? Probably not. It would have probably been a replay, maybe, that might have got out of it. Is it then worth it to have an extra game to replay? Which and it's just, it, it's just the Challenge Cup. Yeah. I think they would have probably appealed it and stuff if it was a different... No, no offense to anyone uh, that is a big fan of the Challenge Cup. If it was a, if it was a bigger competition, maybe it was a bigger cup, yeah, um, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, personally, I think it's a little bollocks, but 
it's not worth the hassle of appealing. Yeah, it, yeah. It's a bit the, silly. The, the, the strange thing is uh, the um, is the fact that there's different rules for the two teams because Rangers B could play players that were out on loan, loaned out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, it's it's great, you know, common sense from the SFA, SPFL. Let's have a cup that's all about developing players, but then we were trying to encourage those developing players to play in the development cup. Well, if you're actually out alone in a different development, we can't give you alternative development to enhance your development. So, so it's an absolute load of bollocks for me. So many times we can say development in five seconds. Yeah, that was my challenge. It's a world record. Uh, you know, how how though are, are we meant to develop players by get, you know giving them game time in I this know. cup when we're not allowed to take them from, let's face it, lesser development loans and put them yeah. in a better setting? Because obviously the only way that you can play them in the cup is to not loan them out. But then if you don't loan them out, they're going to only play, what, two games a full season? Max? Pretty much. So it's it's not... It's a strange one, but you know, I don't. The, the one obviously it's a it's a strange one. It shouldn't be the rules, but the, it still gets me. I don't know what um how Air managed to to miss it. Like it, it's everyone kind of knows the rules. I don't, but well, yeah. I I think if you know the rules, you stick to them. <laughs> yeah, but it, it is amazing how how often. It happens to clubs where they field an ineligible player inadvertently or whatnot. It is surprisingly common. Yeah. Um, yeah. The weekend has some great songs. Can't believe Is that a new guest? Because uh, we're missing two members. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. No, just uh, obviously Rangers had their flag day um, at home to Motherwell. Although it wasn't the official flag that was unveiled. And uh, it technically isn't the official flag day that it was unveiled on. Because they're now five games into the season and whatnot. Yeah, well, let's let, let them do them. Let the, exactly, let them do them. Leave them to it at this point. Um, yeah, um, not not such a glorious day for them, though. Um, no. Their their advantage, their one goal advantage, cancelled out by Motherwell. Um, finished one each. I didn't I didn't see any of the game because I had no desire to watch the game. I was busy. Well, they they also gained their one goal advantage um, through an offside goal anyway. Ah, so. right. That's good. Um, but yeah, classic. Yeah, just well, uh, it's more of a case. These things happen in Scottish football. Finishing their chances, Motherwell finished their chances. Seems to be a common common theme for for know. Rangers so far. They're not not finishing enough chances. Well, they were a team who I, I wasn't really impressed with um, after the first couple of games. I wasn't impressed with them pre-season, like the look of their yeah. squad pre-season either. But um, four games in, well, that, that, sorry, the next four games after the, um, 
then three wins in a draw and draw being against Rangers is is a decent um showing for them. Puts them fourth in the league, so fair play to them. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Celtic uh, the other the other side of Glasgow. Uh, also not having a pretty day. Away from home to Livingston, uh, Celtic haven't won there since Livingston uh, came up again to the top flight. Uh, the less is said, the better. You know, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I didn't catch very much of the game, but I think it was just—it I, I, was one of those things where, on another day, Celtic could have won. Won the game two, three, four Bye. nil, but just one of those things where you've got to finish chances you make. You've got to play better in the final third and have other ideas. Yeah. Um. But I think it's one of those things. Celtic are where people were really sort of expecting to be. I think earlier on in the season, especially yeah, in probably, European competition, yeah. they were sort of. In the Europa League qualifiers, sort of overshooting a little bit, so surprising people with what they were doing. Obviously, the team, the, the squad's still capable of that, but we do have to remember that the phase of the rebuild that Celtic are in at the moment, I wouldn't overly expect them to be like winning games by massive margins every week. Especially coming off the back of a probably quite draining European game in Spain in the in the high heat and all that, but yeah, I think outside of one sort of mistake that led to the goal um, and a bit of weak defending, it was a fairly resilient. Uh, Defensive showing, but yeah, just got to have got to have other ideas. Um, and again, the substitute bench, not ideal with the players that you can bring on. And like I said, hopefully in the next few weeks we see the return of some injured players, and some of the, these some of the new players coming into the squad and start just bolstering it a bit. Yeah. Be nice to see. Um, and then give the extra depth. We're only a couple of we- couple of weeks away from another international break. Again, which mm. is honestly the most annoying thing in the world. I do. Ha- I have lots no, of time I'm, for international I'm very football. Much looking forward to it. But just uh... I think it's good when we've got something to play. Something for. to play for. Something to look forward to. Yeah. Just but um, the the the, the number that. of breakups in the season that you get because of it. Yeah, and then it's yet to be seen what's actually going to happen when the World Cup comes, if Scotland qualify, because I could see a number of teams missing quite a lot of players. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how they're going to work it. Where they start the season early, earlier, or, or whether they have an early um, winter break. 
and it's what will be an extended winter break as well. Well, yeah. Well, unless they have the winter break, sort of in the period of the, obviously slightly longer than usual, but in the period of the World Cup, and then come back after it. Yeah. But it, it's gonna it's gonna be a weird season next season. Yeah, I don't know how they'll work it. Because obviously it's so hard for them as well. It's like, because every other league in the world like starts different, different times, times yeah. and stuff. So it's like, it's not that you can just be like, okay, right, we'll just move everyone's league start back like two weeks. But uh, so I don't, I'm, yeah. It, it, well, it's also not just Scottish players, is it? It's well, yeah, yeah. Teams, teams that, like, have other, other players that will be are probably more likely to be at the competition than Scotland players, maybe, yeah. potentially. Yeah. Leave like it up to the power, powers that be. Yeah, even if um, Scotland don't make it, you couldn't have the what, eighth best league in Europe, technically now, eight or ninth best league in Europe, playing at the same time as a, a world. An international, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's yet to be seen. Um I'm sure we'll. Yeah, we'll some, I'm sure we'll find out in due course. Yeah. If no one has any other matters, makes it sound like it's an AGM. It is, yeah. if no one has any other matters they'd like to discuss. Uh, well, we've always got the usual fuck. Oh Matt. yeah, fuck you, yeah, Matt. Um, we'll move on. We'll do predictions for this week's. Um, what's it called? Premier Sports Cup. Mid during the week and then a, a few weekend 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 games. So if you don't mind, uh, starts well, two games tomorrow night, seven forty-five kickoffs. But we'll start with Dundee St Johnson. Uh, I'm going to go for a one-all draw. The Billy Classic. Uh, I'm gonna go for worse than a one-all draw. Score draw, or not a score draw? No score draw. No score draw. <laughs> I'm so used to saying one-one. He, he's actually just said <laughs> score draw, nil-nil. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, score draw, but the goals were ruled out for offside. Um, fuck me. Dundee are absolutely terrible. I, I watched a bit of a bit of the derby at the weekend, and honestly. Um, two nil St Johnson. I'd say Jurors went one nil St Johnson, and uh, obviously, and uh, God knows if we get Matt's prediction. Let's know what Matt's going to say. Uh, same time, different different place. Um, I'm gonna go for um three. Yeah, it's one Rangers, Rangers Livingston. Yeah. Yeah, um, so I think, uh, yeah, so I think for me, I think it's, uh, I don't know, you know, Rangers coming on off the back of a, a very poor Sunday performance, Livingston, a very good one, but two big performances, Livingston in the space of you know, three, four days, I think it's tall order. I think um, for me, Rangers will just edge it 1-0. Um. Yeah, a, a lot of fixture congestion. Um, 
don't know. Rangers should should win at home. Obviously, Livingston have have in the past proven to be a bit sticky, but I'd say two one Rangers because they like conceding goals at the moment. Um, they do. Next up, Thursday night football. Celtic at home to Wraith. Oh, look at that yeah, old firm. Oh, look at that day. old firm getting home ties. Easy home ties. Oh. Who said that? I mean, yeah, predictable. <laughs> um, I think this will be Celtic's confidence game. Uh, anyway, I, I think they'll score a battle load and don't think they'll concede many against the race main attack of Dario Zanata. Um, I'm going to go for 5 now to, to, to Celtic. Yeah, I'm gonna go for Celtic three, Wraith Rovers one. Um, I think that's that's an acceptable prediction. Well done, Millie. Uh, only the eight for Celtic. You know, if if we'd been playing better, I'd say ten, but not been playing great recently, so. Eight now, Celtic. Can I ask, did, did Mr. Rangers, Mr. Rangers man put 6 nil Celtic? He did put 6 nil Celtic. Yeah, he also put 2 nil Rangers. He did. Uh, yeah. I need to lie down here. I mean, they are playing Wraith, Bill. Well, well, uh, well I think maybe Wraith are better than uh, I think it just depends whether we see a weakened, weakened Celtic team. Play the boys. Um, you, don't have the, you don't have the players to play a weekend. Play, play, play the children. Play the children. Play the children. The B team. Um, Next up, this is also the cup. Yeah, I've, I'd lost track of where we were. Dundee United, Hibs. Um, at three, no, yeah, three to to Hibernian. Uh, I'm gonna go for score draw one one. Um. I think Hibs will not have the edge and Dundee United will win 1-0. Uh, Jure thinks it will be 2-1 Hibs. Uh, so the next game we do have uh, Motherwell Ross County in the league um, which I'm going to predict another Motherwell win uh, and quite a comfortable one this time, a 2-0 win. Yeah, I'm gonna go for. Uh, I think Rose Kent will have a goal, and I'm gonna go two one to Motherwell. Um, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Um, I'll go for my score draw, one each. Um. Jure, Jure said 1-0 Hamilton I don't know why I said Hamilton I don't know what I'm looking at Motherwell yeah. I'm sure the Motherwell fans would be happy that you've just classed him as Hamilton <laughs> um, my, my brain's gone to absolute mush in the last like five minutes here <laughs> uh, well Ferg is trying to say that they should just combine the clubs that maybe Same place. two small clubs anyway um, or both Kilmarnock uh the, the the title clash here, uh, 
And I, I do actually see our growth getting something at this. Uh, going to go 2 1 to our growth. I think our growth will put up a fight, but uh, Kelly will just be too strong. I think we're going to go 2 1 Kelly. Um, yeah, I almost can't decide. I do think Kelly will edge it. I'll go 1 1 0 Kelly. Uh, is obviously a massive Kelly man. He's went 3 0 to Kelly. Uh, Cove Rangers, Airdrie. Um, both teams probably not doing as well as they, they'd be hoping to in the league this season. Uh, and I think it'll be a, a hard fought 0 0. I'm going to go for. I, I do think it'll be a draw because the last two games have been a draw. Uh, I'm going to go for 2 2. It's got me off guard there. Um, Cove Rangers, they, they should probably get into into some, some winning ways. 2 0 to Cove. And Jure said 2 1 Airdrie because he's dead. High in his own supply. <laughs> Finally, Kelty Hearts, Strinrar. Uh, Kelty just unstoppable in that league. Uh, and they'll continue with a, a 4 0 victory against Strinrar. Yeah, this, uh, this could be a, a fairly comfortable victory for Kelty. I'm going to go Kelty 4. Or do you think Strenard will sneak a goal? Strenard won. Uh, I thought he was going to say it could be a cricket score. Um, yeah. I don't want to say four. I'll say three nil Kelty Hearts. And Jure said one nil Kelty Hearts. He's obviously not seen how class they are this season so far. That concludes the predictions. Uh, hopefully Matt does his this week. Well, he has bottom of the leaderboard now. Yes. So, um, well done, Matt. Congratulations. Need to, to pick I up. won't get too wide because I'm not doing great. So. Yeah, and uh, we aren't uh, the best at predicting games, surprisingly. No, 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 we're class. You know, you'd think. Billy just likes saying draw and then hoping for the best. Yep. But we move. We'll see. Someone had. To, someone has to topple Matt anyway. You know. Just he's just too good at them apparently. Yeah. And I think uh, without any further ado, if you'd like to say goodbye, Billy. Yeah, goodbye. And the ball will kind of for your team this weekend, whoever you support. Craig, once you're done listening to voice notes. Uh yeah, uh it's a goodbye from me and uh, hopefully Duffy Ball prevails. Duffy Ball indeed. Um, again, I'll say I'm going to say this every time until we get five people. Hopefully next week we've got five, <laughs> and we can we can have a full full podcast for you. But until then, it's a good night and God bless. <laughs>